0: Hello, hey Katie Kins. It's Rosalie. Want to have a slumber party? The Riddler
1: is asking for you. The killer left this for the Batman. Why is he writing to you? You came. I've been trying to reach you. There's latest. It's all about the Waynes. If we don't stand up, no one will.
0: You got a lot of cats. Never think about straight. <laughs> the bat and the cat. It's got a nice ring. New friend of yours? I'm not so sure. I'm just here to unmask the truth about this cesspool we call a city. You're part of this too. How am I part of this? Oh, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. Bruce Wayne. Hey Slumberkins, I'm Rosalie Kicks. And I'm Katie McBrown. And we are best friends forever. Each episode, Katie Kins and I rolled out our sleeping bags, pick out a flick featuring one of our favorite heartthrobs, and we gab about it. Welcome to the slumber party.
1: Can I just also say that we're in person?
0: Yes, we are finally recording in person and basically having a slumber party. Yes, but just leaving in different rooms. And we ordered a lot of pizza. Hey, wait, you guys can't go now. It's the best
1: part. I called the pizza dude. All right. We've been here for not even 24 hours, and we've ordered twice.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's fine.
1: It's fine. We have a, we have a salad coming, so...
0: Yeah, because I needed greens. Yeah, I get that way when you're just eating, like, junk all the time. Well, let's just tell the slumberkins real quick about funnel fries. Okay,
1: so we were super curious from the place we ordered last night, a place called Pizza Box, and... There was, like, so many fry options, and then funnel fries was on there, so we decided we were like, eh, throw it in the mix. It is exactly what you think it would be, except I think, I wish it came on a paper plate, all sprinkled about, but it just came in, like, a bag, and there was probably, like, eight french fries, like, regular-sized french fries with powdered sugar. Yeah,
0: see, I thought it was going to be, like, more of a fried dough, mm-hmm. not an actual fry, <laughs> Like I was imagining a funnel cake consistency, but it was like a finger. That's disgusting. <laughs> a finger. But I ate one before bed, and then I immediately had to take a Tums. Because
1: we're old and yeah, nothing agrees with our tummies anymore. Yeah, but so. should we also tell them why we're in person together?
0: We're attempting to work on our next film project, which we're hoping to make a feature film. I don't wanna reveal too much yet because I feel we're still in the stage of figuring out exactly what it's gonna be, but it's definitely gonna involve mannequins.
1: Yes, I think for like the past year in general, we've just been kind of set on mannequins. So I think that mannequins have to be, I mean, we have a pretty good idea and we're not gonna go into detail obviously because it's super new. But we have these really good smelling markers, and stuffs stuff's off to a good
0: start, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. And before we dive into the actual slumber party, I know we're like extremely inconsistent with posting the show, and someday maybe we'll get better, but we're teens. so
1: yeah, like I don't know how people with full-time jobs do podcasting with a partner or like a friend rosalie and i have very opposite schedules she works monday through friday normal like nine to five and i work tuesday through saturdays and they're sometimes evening hours so yeah we just uh and we also like to nap more like we like to nap more than we like to pod so that's
0: a problem (laughs) yeah i mean and just to go back to like the full-time job thing We do have opposite schedules, so it's kind of difficult to coordinate that. But also, it's not like we're making money from this, so... Right, so it's not like... (laughs) We have other things
1: to do, obviously, but if we were making like Scrooge coins, I would leave my job immediately.
0: Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. I mean, this is great. Anyways, instead of starting with a game, I mean, we kind of already... (laughs) wasted a little time here but we do want to jump back to christian slater because we were supposed to do two movies in that series we only talked about one thus far which was the legend of billy jean but we did watch a second movie and it was the 1989 flick gleaming the cube adults are predictable they expect you to behave as though what you do today is going to have an effect on where you'll be in 30 years i mean it's ridiculous to think that there's going to be anything in 30 years. I don't know what's worse, you know? Being blown up in a nuclear war or having a
1: 7-Eleven on every corner. You want it to be just like you? I think maybe if I had your haircut, I could sell more policies. Or maybe if I had your mouth, I could close okay. the deal every okay. day.
0: Give them a break. I'm giving them too many. They love you, you know? Yeah, they don't know what to think of me. Maybe I am as bad as they say. who says? Everyone. You're different. They're living under this illusion that life as we know it is going to continue forever. I'm in trouble. You got a B-plus in calculus? It's <laughs> is it murder. It was an accident.
1: They killed my brother. You're not listening to me. No,
0: you're the one who's not listening. It was a suicide. They killed my brother. No one knows anything except a kid on a skateboard it happened right here i'm not lying you gotta hear what it sounds like from where i'm standing everybody knows that you're blaming yourself for the way that he died but i want you to know that your friends still think about you somebody had to shake their tree you said so yourself
1: oh yeah by the rules you got your team i got mine i guess we all do unexpected things sometimes don't we The Cube.
0: Let me just say, I'm glad we're not doing a whole episode on this movie.
1: I think the reason we were dragging our feet so much on this episode was because we really did not enjoy it. Like even during the watch of it and like our banter back and forth, you can tell that we were just like not into it. So we didn't have fun. So we're kind. We're gonna do like a very quick overview i guess of our slumber party interaction and we'll just give you like the brief stuff
0: so here is a brief synopsis from the back of the vhs box because i'm kind of guessing a lot of people have not seen this movie and you probably shouldn't
1: i wouldn't recommend it
0: yeah so it's an electrifying action thriller of an international contraband ring whose illicit business turns to murder featuring some of the most death defying skateboarding and chase Uh. scenes
1: Death-defying skateboarding is <laughs> in quotes.
0: Yes, though no, that is a good point. Gleaming the Cube takes you on a non-stop adventure you'll never forget to 16-year-old Brian Kelly, Christian Slater. Life is an empty swimming pool with an attitude and appearance rebellious enough to frustrate even the most lenient parents. Brian and his buddies exist for the ultimate high in skateboarding. Then came the night Brian's brother was found dead in a downtown motel room. When the detective declares it suicide, Brian protests, fall on deaf ears. Determined to uncover the truth, Brian cleans up his act and prepares for the ultimate ride, risking it all.
1: That's a very in-depth synopsis for a movie that obviously did not give us any pleasure in any way.
0: No, and like, I think that was like the main issue with it was that there was so much going on. Like, the plot should have been a lot more simple for a skateboarding movie. I do want to mention there was, you know, some things in the film. And I know we both agreed on the one that we liked.
1: So the best part of the movie was definitely the pizza truck. And you should Google search pizza truck gleaming the cube because it is amazing. It's the ultimate Hot Wheels. It was not just a pizza delivery vehicle. It was also a pickup, like a red pickup truck. I think like a Pizza Hut looking.
0: Like on the cab of the truck, Mm -hmm. it had like the Pizza Hut roof. Yes. And I don't know if it actually
1: said Pizza Hut because I was distracted because it was driven by none other than the ultimate skateboarder, Tony Hawk.
0: I did not know until we watched this that he had done movies.
1: I think because he was
0: big in like the
1: skateboarding scene in California at this time, he probably was brought on set to be like uh, basically show everybody how to skateboard. He was a good. He's he's a good skateboarder.
0: Yeah, the automobile was like the best part of the film, and Tony's face, like when he was driving it, like he was in the zone. So I I know we shared a picture on Twitter a while back, but like Katie said, if you Google it, it will come up. Yeah, at one point when we were watching this, I literally just stopped taking notes because it just was like very exhausting. Like there was just way too much plot. And I don't think it would go well for a sleepover because you would like get up when the pizza dude comes and then you'd come back and you'd be so confused. You would just wonder
1: what happened in that, like, five minutes that you walked away. Yeah. Because it was just like, wham, bam, things happening. And then, but nothing at the same time. So, unfortunately, it only landed four stars, which is fine. I did not want to put this on the shelf. So the four stars that we gave it were for Hot Wheels, Crazy Cuisines, Fire Frenzy, and Bodacious Tunes. And honestly, the Bodacious Tunes, there was only one song and it was the Gleaming the Cube song at the beginning, I believe.
0: Yeah, I was trying to remember what the Crazy Cuisine was, but it was like a sandwich.
1: Yes, Christian Slater made a sandwich, which I didn't even think was that crazy because we saw crazier in the movie with Brad Pitt when they had like 100,000 toppings. Though I let you give it a star.
0: What made it crazy is that he like brought it into his bedroom and then like when he was done with it, he like put it under his bed. Yeah, he had like
1: gross, like his side of the room was just gross.
0: Yeah, that was why I thought it was crazy, but it didn't make the shelf, so. Thankfully,
1: because we have, we have to make room for, for good stuff.
0: Yeah, we didn't even give a star to him, I realize. <laughs>
1: Well, sadly, I think we didn't really like his character, and we also hated his hair.
0: The hair was bad. <laughs> but also, he was really young. I mean, like, it's one of his firsts. Yeah, I mean,
1: he, Legend of Billie Jean, I think, was his first. And then this came out, and I think they were trying to make him, like, the next Leonardo DiCaprio, or, like, something like that. Or he was, like, on par. Like, we are probably auditions for the same roles as Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. But let's like just talk about how there wasn't even a cat. Like not a single cat. And I get upset when I don't see one.
0: We still did learn an important lesson though. Even though there wasn't a cat, we learned from this movie skate out your troubles.
1: Yeah. And I guess sometimes you just have to skate it out. Even though my broken body won't be doing any form of skating.
0: No. I actually... I would be so bad at skateboarding. What about
1: roller skating?
0: So I did purchase roller skates, and I've yet to use them. It's been a year.
1: Almost a year. Uh, year. Not quite a year. It's close. It's getting there.
0: Fine. You guys to dust
1: off the box and get out there.
0: Well, they are out of the box now. Dust off the
1: shoe and get out there.
0: (laughs) And they are lace, and I am going to try them.
1: Yes, just in like the little side courtyard,
0: like area between your house and that other house. Yeah, that'd be fine. See, I was thinking of starting more in like grass. Grass. But I did get knee pads, so and you'll wear your bike helmet. Yeah, it will be fine. Okay, I'll report back on that. All right, I'm gonna hold you to that. Sure, (laughs) because I'm really scared if I don't fulfill your request.
1: You can tell Rosalie's hangry. She's waiting for her green.
0: Anyways, enough about this gleaming the cube. Yeah. I think it's time for the girl talk segment of the show when we talk about the movie with this month's heartthrob. Talk, 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 girl talk, talking
1: back. girl talk. Dateline, the game about the two things girls like best: talking on the phone and.
0: I'd love to go. and it is none other than Edward Cullen, aka Robert Pattinson.
1: We're very excited to talk about Robert because we both are kind of in a little obsessive Robert phase in our lives. Well,
0: let's just be clear. I like him because of the Batman, not because of Twilight. Literally last night, I just finished the Twilight Saga for the first time and I'm I'm scarred from it. Like I, and I want to also preface this with, I did not drink any alcohol during this entire saga.
1: Which is very, I'm very, first of all, proud of you. Secondly, I watched the Twilight series before, but I had no recollection of Breaking Dawn Part 1 and Part 2. So I believe I was inebriated the first time I watched them because I don't remember anything.
0: Well, I don't think I will ever watch them again. But just that
1: one scene, (laughs) we will will replay over and over again.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is kind of... A double-edged sword here that i didn't care for them but then also there was a scene in the film that will definitely influence future films that we make
1: yes we'll share that on twitter yeah and once this episode comes out so you guys can see what we're talking about
0: yes but it involves fire and a child <laughs> for the next couple episodes we will feature robert And the first flick that we will be gabbing about is this year's The Batman. And if you haven't seen this movie, I would suggest pausing because we are going to do Spoiler City. Right. Or if you have no interest
1: in seeing the movie, like I know some of my friends probably could care less about seeing the Batman. Just listen to our rendition of it and that'll be plenty.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: by no means a Batman expert. Rosalie might be... But I'm not going to pretend that I know a lot about Batman.
0: Listen, I wouldn't call myself an expert. I don't want people hunt me down. I've already started receiving prank mail <laughs> from God knows where.
1: It's a mystery. We don't know where this came from, but, but it came to the P.O. box.
0: Yeah, I'm not pissing off any Batman nerds, mm-hmm. but I have been reading some of the comics. Katie, why don't you start off with sharing, you know, how one of the movies ends up on the shelf?
1: Okay, so to refresh your memory and to tell our new listeners what we will use a star for, we have a mall, Babe Alert, Radical Fashions, Bodacious Soundtrack, A Bad Boy, Nudies, A Rebel Girl, Pizza Delivery, First Kiss, Wild Hair, Crazy Cuisines, Dream Days, and Bonus Heartthrob. And I think last week, or when we did Legend of Billie Jean, we added Fire Frenzy and Hot Wheels. So those are our newest additions. And I just keep thinking every time we add these, more star criteria, we're just gonna keep adding things to the shelf.
0: Yeah, I mean, which is fine. I don't mind having a full shelf. Unless
1: gleaming the cube is on it.
0: Yeah, that's not ending up on it, but. Listen along, when you hear a twinkle sound, it means that it received a star. Since this movie is still in theaters, I shared with Katie some of the posters and one is presently presently my lock screen on my phone. It's Batman like walking in the rain, like a silhouette. I don't know, did you have a poster that was like your favorite? I
1: really enjoyed
0: all three of these posters and I feel
1: like more have been released since I looked at this, which now i kind of have to go back and maybe look at them all again but my the first one is my favorite because to me it looks like a comic book scene though the riddler one is a very close second like i really liked like
0: like him one. holding the envelope mm-hmm. and it just says to, batman. to the batman <laughs> yes there's been a lot probably some fan-made ones yeah and obviously just to keep
1: like the hoopla surrounding it they keep like
0: Release releasing them. Yeah. So if you haven't seen this movie, here is a brief synopsis. It was written and directed by Matt Reeves. It stars Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Jeffrey Wright, and Colin Farrell. On Halloween night in Gotham City, the Riddler, a sadistic serial killer, starts murdering key political figures. The masked vigilante known as Vengeance assists police lieutenant James Gordon with the investigation and uncovers the city's hidden corruption and brings into question the Wayne family involvement. You know I've been watching Gotham, the TV series. And for those that don't know, there's a whole TV series.
1: There sure is. Multiple seasons.
0: And I'm really obsessed with it. Like, it opened this whole door to things I never thought I would enjoy in my life. But I'm, like, reading the comics now, everything. I've seen this movie twice. I want to see it again. Yeah, I
1: kind of want to see it in IMAX, just like Danhausen. Yeah, Danhausen.
0: Yeah, I... I really want to see it in in IMAX, too. What I hate about going to the theater, though, sometimes, like, I love going to the cinema, but people get so rowdy. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I wish I could, like, somehow manage to not be with other people.
1: Just a private screening and a comfy chair. I agree. I'd I'd be right there with you.
0: Yeah, because when we went to see it, we got scared because one of the chairs was, like, Destroyed. It looked like somebody took a rake to it and ripped the leather off of it is the only way
1: I can describe it. And the seat numbers were all messed up. Like somebody put like one, two, three, three, four, three. Like it was just, it, it was a jumble. So we were nervous that people were going to come over and start like booting us out of our seat, even though we were in the right seat.
0: I guess with all that said, it is coming to HBO, I guess, in a couple weeks. In like, April. Sometime yeah. in April. So, I do feel, like, overwhelmed when I have to talk to this talk about this movie because <laughs> I get, like, so batty over it because I'm, like, so obsessed with this world. But I am going to start with that I absolutely love the score. And I know it's not, like, in the category of, like, soundtracks we normally would award but i do think it's bodacious tunes i agree and the score was done i'm gonna mispronounce his name probably michael Giacchino.
1: i would say michael giaccino
0: well either. it's incredible and he's done a lot of different scores but also this does feature a nirvana song actually twice something in the way and you didn't even know this about me till we went to see it, but I, as a teenager, loved Nirvana.
1: I had no idea that you loved Nirvana this much.
0: I'm yeah, I'm definitely pleased. I was pretty obsessed with Nirvana, so I was happy to read. I guess the director was like listening to Nirvana when he was writing the script, and I was like, that all makes sense because there's like a whole like grittiness to the movie. Well, I feel like so Kurt Cobain kind of became
1: like reclusive in his like, later years, or not later years, because he was young when he died, but, like, before he died, and Bruce Wayne is very reclusive and emo, so I feel like the parallels between Kurt and Bruce are prevalent with using a Nirvana song.
0: I agree, and I've been listening to it a lot at work, the score.
1: I wish I could listen to it at work, like, I want to put AirPods in and, like, tune out some of my clients and just, like, get lost in the moody tunes of Gotham City.
0: That would be... I'm imagining, though, if you did that, like, you would be brooding, but then also, like, everyone would end up with, like, badison bangs, (laughs) like, emo bangs. Everybody is getting hair in their face. Yeah, so... I did read, though, that apparently, too, like the Nirvana was definitely an influence because Robert Pattinson based Bruce Wayne, like you're saying, on Kurt Cobain and him being a recluse, him staying inside. And I really like that's what I like so much about this movie that was different than other Batman movies was that previously they would always show him as like a rich playboy like going out on the town picking up ladies drinking and like this had none of that we
1: didn't see any of like him going to galas and like wearing suits and tuxedos and going to these like champagne fountain type places and i kind of enjoyed it because i don't think there was anything this bruce wayne to me didn't have anything together he was just trying to figure it all out
0: Yeah, he was trying to figure it all out and he was very nocturnal, which I enjoyed. (laughs) There's like a scene where he gets up in the... Well, I don't even know what time it is, but Alfred is like, oh, there's fresh fruit there and he's like wearing sunglasses inside because it's too bright. Just a little bit of
1: light is coming in. Like it's not even a lot of light. It's just a little.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna say Edward Cullen is the best version of Batman. And he gets his star for heartthrob.
1: I agree. Emo Batsy is the best Batsy. His hair was perfectly draped over his face as Brucey, and I loved it, and I really loved how he blacked out his eyes. Yes. But I'm not gonna lie, early Edward Cullen wild hair, like, from the Twilight movies, I adore.
0: The hair in those Twilight movies, though... I think it progressively gets worse. It starts
1: out really great and wild. And then in like the last one, he had like these bangs, like these little short, fringy bangs. And I I did not like those.
0: Yeah. So this was definitely a step up from that. Uh, You know, while we're talking about locks and Gotham City, you recently gave me Riddler hair.
1: I did i um even before we saw it rosalie came in to get her hair done and i decided i was going to put a little bit of green in there and i was inspired by the riddler i would say but also now you shouldn't wash your hair anymore because the green's starting to fade
0: yeah it does that real quick i mean it's
1: green. it's not going to stay
0: in but this movie also had another babe in it and i don't want to get too far without mentioning And no, I'm not talking about the former heartthrob from episode 8 and 9, Colin Farrell, because we'll get to that in a bit. But I'm talking about Rebel Girl, Catwoman, Selena Kyle, played by Zoe Kravitz. She's freaking badass. And I loved seeing this movie in the theater with you, because every time there was a cat, you were, like, so delighted. Cat. There's a Cat anyways
1: i just loved that cats would like appear in this and i feel like i whispered at one point to you cat count a lot and was just so happy whenever they were there and i think a note to filmmakers everywhere just always be adding cats into your scenes
0: yeah the cats i quite enjoyed selena with the cats because there was like there was one scene where she was giving them milk and then she drank some as well because she's a cat. Yeah, I just, I liked the way they did that. But my favorite scene was when Batman was in her apartment and then like the cats were all like rubbing on his legs. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, you have a lot of cats. The way that they were rubbing up against him is their way of being
1: like, we love you, stay.
0: We both loved the cat and the bat. And I love that at one point she even said cat in the bat. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is great. But now we need to discuss Penguin.
1: Of course. (laughs) because I mean, we couldn't talk about this unless we were talking about Pengy.
0: This may go against what you believe, but frankly, I don't give a damn. I think Penguin was a total bad boy. And he deserves a star. And he's, sure, he's unpleasant to look at. But underneath that makeup and Gotham grime, he's still Colin. And he was superb as Penguin. Like, his suit was wild, those gold teeth. You you have to admit, you lost it every time he came on screen. Like, you loved it. I
1: mean, I was enthralled by his transformation. They just made him look amazing and scary and totally what I would see a gotham baddie looking like without you know so so much going on and he like was unrecognizable i pretty sure i definitely gasped every time he showed up when (laughs) apparently when colin showed his son his pangy transformation his son was completely horrified and i would be horrified too like but you also just can't look away and in the first time we were introduced to him he was eating a Sunday in like a nightclub like goals i'm going to eat a Sunday in a nightclub one
0: day yeah it was funny because when i so i first saw the movie during a press screening and i was sitting near someone another critic and then afterwards they're like wow that person who played penguin And I was like, well, that was Colin Farrell. They're like, no. I'm like, yes. Like, he just does not look like himself at at all. all. Not at all. And apparently, though, there's also like another story floating around that because apparently he's also like method so when he would be like in the makeup and such he would like talk like penguin act like penguin and he went to a starbucks and no one recognized him well we've got a picture of you yeah. here it really is quite incredible yeah is it true that the first time you got into this get up these prosthetics you went to a starbucks and no one recognized you
1: no yeah no absolutely yeah and i ordered an oat milk latte and they seemed very surprised <laughs> Said, yeah, he doesn't too, look like
0: an oat yeah, milk latte with, kind.
1: With Too two stevia. Yeah. Two stevia. <laughs> yeah, I think an oat milk latte. With, yeah. What did the rest of the cast of the film think when you when you walked on set? Uh, some of them didn't recognise. I mean, obviously not, because I'm just not even there, man. The no, it was so extraordinary. Uh, Jeffrey Wright walked by me and I said, I said, "Good morning, man," uh, and he looked at me like he wanted me thrown off the set. Really? Yeah, and, I, and then he went over and I saw him talking to the director and the director pointed back over here and then he came back and he was like, Colin? No. Yeah, and then everyone had to have a, because it was just, ex, it was extraordinary. I mean, I, I was just a canvas. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: I really liked him and it was definitely like a different take on Penguin, because you're not seeing him in charge yet. Mm-hmm. You're seeing his backstory, yeah. so to speak. Uh, but I did like, there was, a crazy car chase, and this is where we kind of first witnessed the Batmobile, which I feel both of us agree deserves a Hot Wheels star. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty sweet ride. It has blue, like fire, coming out of it. It's crazy. And then Penguin and him get into a heated car chase, and the moment that Penguin thinks he dodged Batsy, his face is like absolutely priceless. And Batman like just goes completely bananas. He goes, there's like a fire frenzy too. Yeah, I,
1: the fire frenzy. That whole scene was wild because it was shot so strangely that at first I kind of was like, uh, I don't like this. But then now I respect it a little bit more for For what it did, I mean, I know it's a dark movie, and I know it's rainy and whatever. But I didn't like it when we were first in the theater. But the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. But so we give a star for Fire Frenzy here because we were obsessed. And then there was also this part where Batman gets out of his car and starts walking over to the turned upside down vehicle with Penguin in it, and his boots are just like hard against the ground into the rain and. We hear spurs. Like, I know that we both heard spurs. So we're going to give that also a star for Radical Fashion.
0: Yeah, there is definitely something going on. And I I really wonder what the intention was, because it does sound like they're like Western boots. Mm -hmm. But there's no spurs there, so Mm -hmm. they're like invisible.
1: It was almost like an added element.
0: Or maybe it was in the heel.
1: Maybe. Oh, Maybe.
0: I don't know, but I want those boots. We'll have to
1: ask Matt Reeves.
0: Yeah. We'll ask him every day on
1: Twitter for the rest of our lives until he responds.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I have been annoying him, but he doesn't respond. <laughs> like I said, this was definitely one of my favorite depictions of Gotham because you just brought up it's constantly re- raining, yet, like, the city is still disgusting. Like, even with all of this rain washing it,
1: it hasn't been cleansed.
0: No, it's so gross. I still think you should watch Gotham because it would really bring it all together. Like you would understand all of the moving parts. She
1: has asked me every day. So I'm just going to politely nod my head and say, sure, I'll watch.
0: Mm. Like since you won't watch it, you're literally missing people getting like their face punched off like skin flying off yeah but
1: you took a video like you recorded it and sent it to me and so Mm -hmm. you send me all the best parts I don't feel I need to watch it to fulfill Mm -hmm. my life
0: you're missing out like (laughs) seriously but something I do need to mention before I forget is that there's something I truly love about this version of Batman and it is the fact that you do get to see actual detective work him and Jim Gordon They're actually working together, they're partners. And it was great because I kind of like how calm Batman is about certain things that they keep finding, whereas Jim is just completely (laughs) shocked. Like, it was just
1: like, Jesus. Yeah,
0: Jesus. Like, He cannot believe that this is happening. And I just think that's humorous because they're in Gotham and I feel like this is everyday occurrences. Right. It's like every
1: time he comes to the scene, it's like everything, it's just more shocking each time.
0: But I feel like any place he goes, the likelihood of him finding like a limb is high.
1: (laughs) A limb.
0: Yeah. I mean, in Gotham,
1: anything can happen.
0: Yeah. So, but I also too like, Their relationship because he trusts Batman and sees him, you know, as a a true partner. Whereas, like, everyone else on the Gotham Police Department thinks Batman is a freak. Yeah.
1: And they're just like, why is he here? Like, every time he enters a room, but every time he enters a room, more evidence or stuff gets a little bit more solved. I wouldn't say fully solved, but like, ideas, they can flesh out ideas together. Whereas, like, the other policemen are just kind of useless.
0: Yeah, and clearly Batman is thinking about these incidents even like when he gets home because he's still doing work. Right. Whereas and that's like his computer. Yeah, the computer. Computer. With the thumb <laughs> <Yeah>. drive. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed their team up, but can we talk about something real quick? Which is like, I want an origin story on Martha Wayne and Arkham. Like, I'm dying to see this side of Martha Wayne.
0: Yeah, that was a completely wild turn. I had not seen that in other versions. However, I did pick up a couple comics that Matt Reeves was saying were influences to his story. And in the one, it's called Earth One, there is a brief mention of Martha being an Arkham, but they don't really go into... A story except to say that like her parents were found dead and the family like the arkham family had like a long line of like weird bizarre like incidents okay. and that's like all they say do they say
1: that the parents it was a murder suicide
0: yes okay. that was all that i really found to the extent of that story but I think I told you there's apparently going to be on HBO, like, a whole Arkham show. Which I'm
1: into. Like, very much into. Yeah.
0: And Jeffrey Wright is going to be in that. Because there's going to be tons of Mm spinoffs. Like, there's going to be a whole Penguin show. Which I can't wait for. And a whole Catwoman. Yes. So, it's going to get crazy, but...
1: We've just scratched the surface with Batman.
0: Yeah. And, like I said, you know, I'm no expert i'm just telling you that i did read that one comic and there was that snippet if you end up knowing more about this story we are interested Mm -hmm. because the arkham piece was definitely when i first saw it i was like oh my god it was wild yeah
1: i'm into it and if anybody would hire us like we'll we'll write it like i think we would come up with a great idea
0: yeah i do too something with mannequins. Always (laughs) mannequins. One thing though is I can't believe we didn't even talk about yet the Riddler because I want to know your thoughts on him. I loved him. I mean (laughs) I know that's weird to say because he is like a very strange character but he's played by Paul Dano and he's just really creepy and obviously there are definitely some influences like Matt Reeves must be into true crime, because I definitely feel like there was some Zodiac killer, and a lot of people have said the same thing. It definitely had that story going, which, if you don't know the Zodiac killer, I don't know. Like, I feel There's like, a lot of
1: information out there on the Zodiac killer. Yeah. Get, get, get to work.
0: Just Google. But he was an inf or they were an infamous serial killer, and there's just a lot of like layers in this Batman story. Like we learned that the Riddler was an orphan, Batman's an orphan. Lena Kyle's basically an orphan. Yeah, she's basically an orphan. I don't know like where this all fits in the star category, but I really wish like, cause we end up seeing at one point, a picture of baby Riddler.
1: Staring directly at the camera, like shot caught in action with a sinister look.
0: And, like, old teddy glasses. I love that
1: picture so much. Like, I definitely remember when it came up, I, like, looked over at you like, oh, my God. And now, thanks to you, I have a little baby Riddler photo of my own.
0: Yes. But I want to know, like, is that little Paul Dano?
1: No. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they just, there was a child that, like, resembled him, and they set up this photo shoot. Yeah. But he was, like, so good. Like, that stare and I have to agree Paul Dano was just absolutely creepy he played the Riddler perfectly I I was very much into it very much into it
0: yeah I he's a great actor and well I just watched him in another movie that you had recommended prisoners uh and yeah, he Hugh, was
1: Hugh Jackman one of your faves
0: I love Hugh Jackman and Paul Dano was definitely creepy in this movie too like He's just, he seems to really immerse himself into the roles, which I'm guessing he must be method, too.
1: I would assume that he is very method, just because the way he immerses himself into a character. Like, I don't know how you could play somebody that sinister and, like, sociopathic without, like, losing yourself or, like, you know.
0: I just hope he's not rude like Leto when he gets met like playing pranks yes Ugh,
1: yeah like i don't yeah i don't want i don't want paul i don't want to know paul dano as a rude person so i'm just gonna say that he immersed himself in the riddler character and then he just took off the mask and now he's paul dano again
0: yeah there are many parallels like between batman and riddler which again also was really cool to watch because it leaves you questioning by the end of the film like who is really the villain of the city is it batman is it the riddler and clearly these bad well quote bad people are being influenced by him and he's having a good and a bad effect on the city
1: you just got so deep and so emo.
0: Yeah, well, kind of like Batman. Like, I feel like Batman is just so emo in this movie. And especially when he has his face-to-face with Riddler. You can tell he's hurting because he thought he was doing something good. And then he's having this person say, you're my hero. Like, mm-hmm. basically my role model. Like I, yeah, like, I want
1: to do what you do and like get take down the bad guys i actually think that this might have been my favorite scene in the movie i really loved the dynamic between these two and you went on kind of a wild ride because if you didn't if you haven't watched it there was a part where he was just saying like bruce wayne so at first we were like oh my god he knows Mm -hmm. he knows like who the batman is who vengeance is and well that wasn't true
0: yeah and in his apartment he had like a ton of like pictures of Bruce next to like drawings of Batman but really it was kind of just a coincidence more or less he didn't know who Batman was and he thought they were two different people. Right
1: because for him obviously seeing Bruce Wayne while he was an orphan in the orphanage Bruce Wayne was living up in a tower and the Riddler was an no. orphanage where they said sometimes they wouldn't get fed. Which is heartbreaking. And mice. And mice would be crawling all over them while they slept. I honestly was like, I want to watch that scene over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, now I kind of want to see little baby Riddler's story. Of course. I mean, I
1: feel like I could... In Arkham. In Arkham. Well, in the, in the Wayne Orphanage and then
0: through Arkham.
1: I'm, mm-hmm. in, I'm into
0: it. My favorite characteristic that they both shared, though, was that they both kept diaries. And we find that out when they're going through Riddler's stuff. And then early on, like well, and kind of throughout the film, the Batman is keeping a diary.
1: Yeah, he through his contact lenses, he records everything.
0: Yep. And then he writes and then it he down. Writes it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I liked that they both had the diaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, this movie is gonna lead to a bunch of different spin-offs. And that pleases me because I'm almost done with Gotham. And <laughs> you're gonna need more. I'm gonna need more stuff to watch.
1: Yeah I mean I love that you know so much about the spin-offs and everything like that but I did read that in an article we won't we might not be seeing more of the Joker which I'm okay with I think there are more villains that we need to flesh out.
0: Yes and again for those that haven't seen it there's a part where after the Riddler is captured he's in a cell and he's very upset because he feels like his plan didn't go the way he wanted. He was upset that Batman wasn't reacting the way he wanted him to. And then apparently his next door cellmate is the Joker, but you only see him in like the shadows Mm
1: -hmm. and some very good prosthetic looking nose.
0: Mm -hmm. Like you really
1: don't get to see a lot of him again. This is like a dark movie.
0: I don't need to see the Joker because it's interesting there's so many villains and you keep getting the same ones over and over like there's been so many stories about the joker and it's tired right and
1: i honestly wish that the joker would have just ended with heath ledger because i feel like i really loved his portrayal of the joker
0: well if you watched gotham you would see that kid's rendition <sighs> and i'm telling you he's I pretty good he plays the joker.
1: oh it's the kid from shameless I can't think of his name really. Oh, he's in another—he's in another TV show on Showtime. Okay. Who he, play, he plays like a totally different character, which is great. Yeah. Oh,
0: maybe I'll—I'll I'll watch it just. for Yeah, a, he's wild yeah. in Gotham. You sent
1: me clips somewhere.
0: Yeah. So, is there anything else that um, I'm missing? Well, I—I I think we
1: we need to talk about the kiss.
0: Oh, the kiss! Yes. I mean, first of all, we
1: love both of the—we love Batwoman. Batwoman. <laughs> <That> <laughs> We love Batman and Catwoman together. We were big fans of them teaming up, and we were very big fans of that kiss, so that's getting, you know, the star of the first kiss.
0: Yeah, that's been something else that they've always alluded to, is that these two were in love, so to finally see, like, a kiss was pretty cool. There was, like, a comic series they did recently. This is how crazy I've gotten with my obsession, because... Many years ago, I was—I had told our comic book store, the guy that owned it, Anthony, I'm not getting into Batman. There's too much because...
1: Now you're eating your words.
0: Yeah, kind of.
1: It's true, though. There is a lot of Batman stuff out there. Yeah,
0: and I'm a completist, so like I want to read everything. And then at one point, a few years ago, they did a series of Catwoman and Batman, The Wedding what and they drug this thing out like there was like 20 30 comics and then like they finally get to the wedding and then they're just like eh, and they like decide no
1: that is honestly the worst thing i've ever heard and i'm glad i know now to avoid it because that's awful
0: yeah so but what that's another thing i do like about gotham you see brucey and selena as kids yes and they have a bond of friendship and then it kind of grows but they always are friends okay
1: there's no like there's always that little bit of like love there but it might not be like romantic love it could just be friend love
0: yeah okay yeah i mean and maybe as they age yeah it'll grow into something but for now they respect each other type thing but i do i did like their team ups because Catwoman, like sure she commits crimes but i would say it's more like petty crimes and also obviously she's not out to hurt people no
1: and a lot of the motivation for her crime was to save her to find her friend yes in the stuff that we've seen in this movie in the standalone movie i wasn't mad that she was trying to find out where her friend was who she was living with and taking care of
0: yeah and, and her other goal is to save all the cats.
1: And just to protect all the cats. Because again, like her, they are feral and they need a home. They need to be domesticated.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, at the end of the movie, I was kind of sad when she was leaving though. Because Gotham's like underwater, mm-hmm. basically, from the Riddler's mayhem. That was a
1: shocking, by the way.
0: Yeah. I didn't expect all that to happen. No. She, Catwoman, ends up leaving Gotham, which really surprised me because we see these clips of, like, Batman pulling people from the water, and I'm like, well, where is she? Where She should be pulling cats from the water. Well,
1: I think what we didn't see was that she was pulling cats from the water and putting them into a helicopter, and they were getting to safety. That's just what I hope to think of. But this is the scene where they meet up, and they're both on their motorbikes, motorcycles, and... She just places one cat into the trunk of her motorcycle. And I want to know, first of all, are there more cats in that trunk? Did she just take this one? Like, what is the special bond with this cat? And I was worried about the cat going over bumps in that trunk. And I just like, was there a little seatbelt in there? Like, I have so many questions about, because they were racing. Like, a, a, for a little. So it wasn't, you know, a motorcycle's loud, and it's... You were troubled. I was troubled. I had questions. I'm, I'm glad that she took Meep. a cat with her. I'm happy. Meep. But I was almost hoping it would be, like, strapped to her like a baby Bjorn.
0: <laughs> there was a, a time when I worked somewhere where you were allowed to bring your animal to work, And I had kind of this idea, like, oh, I'm going to get one of these baskets to put on my bike Mm. and take Foxy, because Foxy, my dog, is a little Pomeranian. And I was, like, looking up helmets and stuff. But then Ben, like, my husband freaked me out because he's like, well, what if you fall? And she, Mm. you know, falls out. And then I was like, oh, my God. And then I was like, what I need is a papoose. Like... Oh, yeah, like a baby Bjorn, like the thing that I was talking about.
1: Well, you could also just get one of those backpacks that I have.
0: Oh, the space the little one. the space backpack
1: that John Raphael does not fit into anymore.
0: Foxy could probably fit into, it,
1: possibly. But they have, like, a little globe for their face to stick out of. Well, and it's a hard shell, so it's protective.
0: I don't know, because we have been around town. Old ladies have told Ben, Oh, your dog is so well fed. <laughs> First of all,
1: rude. She has a lot of fur. They haven't seen her wet. She's all fluff. She's all fluff. Sure, she likes the
0: occasional treat, but who doesn't?
1: It's rude. It's rude. So People need to stop talking about her weight.
0: Everybody's kind of waiting at this point to see if Matt Reeves is going to write a sequel. I'd have to guess. I They're- mean,
1: it made so much money. He's going to have pressure to do it. I think he wants to do it, too. I think he would explore this series more and i think he has a good take on it
0: yeah and we'll see you know i because i can't imagine who would take it over (sighs) remember that tweet where sam raimi was like (laughs) no i'm not i have nothing against sam raimi okay i like his older films but this new doctor strange is coming out i am not watching that
1: (laughs) you know i don't like the doctor strange movies so I I can I can pass over those I would like to see Matt Reeves come back and do another even even if it's just one more Batman and then he focuses on doing like the Arkham series or like he has really good ideas and it's like a fresh perspective on it
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see what the spin-offs are like and if they have kind of a similar tone yeah So I guess, do you have your clicky pen ready? I have my clicky pen, and I also have
1: the pointer (laughs) finger. Yes. This is a new pen that you got
0: me. Yes, and it's Japanese. And I wrote down some of our ideas
1: in that (laughs) notebook. (laughs) I'm using the pointer.
0: Uh dear diary the batman has earned a total of nine stars for bodacious tunes heartthrob rebel girl bad boy hot wheels fire frenzy radical fashions a diary appearance and first kiss the final cat count a whole hell of a lot and
1: i'm also excited that like every rendition of a cat was like there was like a striped cat there was like Yes. Spotted. Like, I was... There were solids. I loved that it was a variety.
0: Yeah, and not just... Well, in the comic, she tends to have a black cat. Mm-hmm. Is hmm like, her favorite mm-hmm. cat.
1: But she put, like, a striped cat into her song. She
0: did. She did. She put a John Ralphio in. Yeah. The Batman has proved himself and has rightfully earned a place on her shelf. I think he should come to Philadelphia soon, though, because basically philly is gotham it sure is
1: and we've learned that over the past year or two like it's just kind of gone to shit so yeah matt reeves philly gotham let's make it happen Mm-hmm. Yeah. um but i wouldn't recommend this film for young teens because they might be scared but if you want to watch something sure watch twilight
0: well my niece who is now she's like 18 20. She's 18.
1: She's not a teen to me anymore.
0: She's a senior in high school. She saw it. She liked it, but it was long.
1: My brother just saw it and he said he liked it, but it was long. And I was like, all these movies are long. Like, you can't make a superhero movie anymore. Like, think of all the Marvels. They're almost well into three hours and people go bananas over them. Batman is okay being under three hours, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this is a good point. You know, it it may not be a good slumber party, you know, with literal teens, but I think if you're having like a 30 something like our age. Late 30s. Late 30s. <laughs> you'd enjoy it. Plus, you can order the Batman calzone and like it'd be a whole theme thing. But definitely Caesars,
1: please sponsor us.
0: But you would definitely need Pizza like Pepto.
1: Tums at the ready, maybe a preventative antacid. I tried A lot it. of water. Well, yes. So you guys did order it. I mean, I kind of like forced it upon you because I kept talking about it.
0: Yeah. And well, one thing I did like is that now that, you know, society, we're just completely avoiding interacting with other people. The whole transaction was online. I left in the comments, leave on porch. Yeah. So like, it just flew in.
1: Lock the door, lock the gate behind you. Yeah. Leave it on the porch.
0: And honestly, I was expecting it to be kind of a trash fire dinner and it wasn't that bad. You
1: did say the calzoni was okay, but you did say that the crazy bread was raw. Like they didn't cook, yeah. they didn't melt the cheese.
0: We didn't. So we ordered the calzoni and then we ordered a side of like crazy bread sticks. And they just, they seemed like they weren't even cooked. We had them, like, leftovers a couple nights later. He threw them in the oven with some cheese. So he finally cooked them. <laughs> and then they were fine, but they were just bland. Like, there That's was no shocking. taste. I
1: would have figured that they would have, like, a garlic. I, that, I honestly can't. Yeah. We didn't have Little Caesars near us growing up, so I can tell you I've never had Little Caesars pizza.
0: Yeah, it was fine. Let's
1: try it one day. If they give Dan Halsen a Little Caesars name... Or pizza named after him. I'll try it. I'll come over.
0: Yeah, like in the shape of his face.
1: Yes, or like the like pepperoni has to be like constructed with sure. his makeup. again, mm-hmm. Should we end with a riddle?
0: <laughs> I don't have a riddle prepared. No. Yeah, but I guess I guess that's
1: us wrapping this this episode up.
0: Yeah, so make sure that you do follow us on Instagram at bestfriendsforever.pod or email us at dearbffpod at gmail.com. You can also send us a letter. Send mail that isn't pranks.
1: Yeah, don't spend your money on pranks. Don't be weird. Which. (laughs) Who did this? (laughs) I'm not even going to discuss it. We're not going to discuss it. Who did this? You know who you are. Come forward
0: but you can send it to P.O. Box 20172, Philadelphia, PA, 19145, and if you drop us a note, we might send you something back, compliments of our fan club president, Mr. Clink, who gifted us trading cards and katie gets to go today because last time i was like it's my Ugh, she
1: took yeah she literally you're not she's trying to peek
0: yeah last time you were just like i'm doing <laughs> it you
1: started to like um, you started to rip them open before we even finished counting the stars but we also didn't pick out our next robert battinson flick Oh. So we have to figure that out, which I think it could be Remember Me. No. Come on. I'm not watching that again. Come on. If you... I would like to watch it as part of a sleepover. Fine. Maybe. We, oh, okay, we'll, we'll think of three. Remember Me and then we'll pick two more because there is... I just watched Robert on a TV on a morning or no not a morning show like on Jimmy Fallon or one of those and he was talking about this one movie or Pete Davidson was talking about this one movie and then I looked it up and I kind of want to watch it
0: okay the
1: Safdie one of the Safdies oh
0: good time yes I've seen that it's good I've always seen it can we watch that yeah I don't know if it's a slumber party film but I would watch it it again it's a good movie it was one of his where it was like showing he could like act okay and people were we like,
1: I was like, we might, we could just watch it.
0: But I like the idea of us doing the voting again, letting the yeah. slumberkins pick.
1: Okay, we'll get you guys in And if
0: we don't like it, we'll just pick it anyway. We'll
1: just, <laughs> we'll just override it. Yeah. Um. So my training cards are New Kids on the Block. Jesus. Take a picture
0: of this. I don't have my phone right here. I'll do it later. The
1: delivery guy, you might need to. All right, so I, I was like, sort of. Into New Kids on the Block, but not really. I don't remember. I know, like, two of their songs. But first, we're going to start off with Danny, who's wearing a blazer. <laughs> he looks... Like, why Wait, is he... What does it say on the back?
0: Oh, it's like a puzzle <gasps> Ooh, piece. This
1: I have a fact on the back of this one. It's a picture of them all in tuxes, and it says, "'Looks aren't everything. Jordan, John, Danny, and Donnie weren't sure about Joe as the fifth New Kid when they first met him, but as Donnie explains everything worked out he looked kind of square but we but he fit in good now we love him we accept him he's cool first of all nobody's a square
0: (laughs) also like they are in tuxes oh my god this sweater no
1: i can't i don't even want to read that one
0: i don't even know who Who is is. that they don't even have their names on here so for
1: people that don't know them (gasps) oh my god this one Oh my god, Rosalie, there's a rat tail on this one. And it says, stylish. Ever since they rocketed onto the charts, the new kids on the block hairstyle has been super popular. All the coolest guys go for this hot look. Short hair with a long rat tail. No. Rosalie almost left the room.
0: I don't like that (laughs) at all.
1: Ew! I hate bare feet, and there's bare feet in this one. This guy's wearing his suspenders backwards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I have a quiz. Question number 14. Who is the tallest new kid on the block? See the answer in the next exciting new kid's card. What? Aww. we oh, may need... Clink, you're going to have to send more new kid's cards. Oh, this is like a picture of them dancing... They like to dance, it says on the back. And then this is the one of the Wahlberg brothers, so it looks like. Donnie and all the ripped jeans. Try not to judge them till you've been educated on them, is what Donnie says about the New Kids fans. That's weird. And then... Ew, look at him. This picture. He has some kind of, like, concert.
0: rat tail, too. Because it was
1: the style. I can't. I don't really... I think I've, like... If I had any okayness with the New Kids on the block, it's just been ruined.
0: I remember in like second grade, I think I had a tape.
1: I think yeah, like I can only. Pick and a, a like, folder.
0: Cassette. I think I had a folder that I would put like my homework in. And I remember
1: like the one song that was like oh 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 oh, oh. that's yes. and then maybe like a slow one.
0: Yeah.
1: But I'm not gonna sing that. But I'll spare your ears. Clink, I think I need more oh, no, training
0: cards. I'm just very intrigued by their like business suits. <laughs> And like, <laughs> the rat tail. and what would, and like, I guess I didn't realize wearing suspenders backwards was like, a. Thing. oh, I didn't
1: realize he was wearing them backwards in two pictures. Yes. And they were probably trying to make it like cool and it like never took off. All right. Well, thanks for coming y'all.
0: Yeah. And make sure you're following on Instagram. We'll post some of these great trading cards and send us comments. We haven't gotten any, except I did get a text. Comment from Ashley Jane, and she said, Love the latest BFF episode. Hook is no, just throw that sticker (laughs) out. I want to be a guest. And Ashley, we may make your dreams come true. You can come to a slumber party, you just have to pick the movie. And yeah, because we want to start having guests on the show. So leave. Comments, yeah, we might ask
1: you to be on the show.
0: Mm -hmm. And you know, you can do it anywhere Twitter, Instagram, Apple Pods. We'll find it. Text,
1: yes, send us a mail in the P.O. box. Yeah, nice mail.
0: Yes, no pranks. And shout out to Ashley Jane for our Radical Theme Tunes and The Hollywood Hunk, Hugo Maramuji for our nifty logo. And Best Friends Forever is part of the Movie John Podcast Network, and we thank you for listening. Please enjoy a short advert from our unofficial official sponsor, Kenner Batman, the animated series Bicycle and Riddler Toy. Batcycle? Yeah.
1: Batcycle.
0: Yeah. So. I want to see what this looks like. Cool. All right, well, bye. We're going back to Amish land
1: now. <laughs> it's a bomb! The eyes of justice are watching.
0: It's Batman! Riddle me this! Where would a villain like me hide a bomb?
1: Revving up on his high-powered bat cycle, Batman charges to the answer. A giant maze.
0: What flies but has no wings. Time! And it's running out!
1: Blasting off in his rocket gear. Take that! Turbojet Batman surprises Riddler. Time's up. The eyes of justice. Batman! Figure included with bat cycle. Other figures sold separately. Mason clock not included.